Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the playmakers. Hearest of yees and hellest of lows. A very special Friday edition of the Playmakers coming through your ear holes as I speak. My name is Lindsey Brown over yonder across the glass. This is Adrian Hernandez. And we actually have a full roster. One of someone has to in this town, right? Listen, we have NCAA tournament experts on the show right now, right? You're damn right, because you and I <laughs> certainly aren't. Uh, joining us as he does each and every Friday, or at least this is your second time in a row on a Friday. Dominic Lavoie, hello. That is me. Greetings. That, that is me. <laughs> and uh, joining us for the first time ever on these airwaves in this studio, making her radio debut, my friend Sarah. Hello, hello. <laughs> you can move the mic closer to you if you'd like. But, say uh, what you chest, Sarah. Yeah, say what you need to say. Uh, Sarah's here hanging out with me all weekend because I'm turning 30 tomorrow. And so today is the last show of my 20s, of my youth, of this chapter. Uh, Congratulations. Th- Happy thank birthday. You. Thank you. The world decided to give me a big old present today. A big old present. In, uh, in some way, shape, or form, you could say that. We are going to deep dive the Deshaun Watson trade. Not this segment next. Oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah, that did happen. Another NFL trade. Yep. I'm probably going to make you really uncomfortable, but that's I'm uncomfortable. At why, what, Not ha- as what uncomfortable is going on. as Deshaun Watson's made people uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, we're going to be revisiting our Pokemon battle segment that we've now slated for Fridays with Dominic, and you're going to actually be judging this time around, Adrian. Thank God. Those battles are intense. I'm it get is smoked today. Probably. I, I, I have to say the creative juices were flowing for me, and we are going to be battling uh, supporting Nickelodeon characters. So not the main character energy, the supporting character energy. So no Tommy Pickles, Dom. No Tommy no. Pickles. I don't even no know who T-Pick. that is. Oh, come on. <laughs> Christ. We are two minutes and 18 seconds into the show. Unbelievable. And this guy we're going to start keeping score on the people that are most offensive, not necessarily on what we do with their actions, because we seem to not care about that, but simply by what we do not know. <laughs> and uh, I really don't know what portions of this show are going to entail today, because we're going to go with a little bit more of a freaky, wild, and free theme today. Uh, but I do know that the legend, the myth, the legend, I said legend twice. Gosh, I'm good at this, but not really today. John Krasinski from The Athletic. Now, we don't usually have people from The Athletic on here, but we made a big-time exception because... 
John Krasinski is one of the OG voices in the greater Minnesota sports scene. And so he covers the Vikings and the Wolves. There are good things going on with one team and not so whatever things going on with the other. But regardless, we got to talk to him about both. And uh, Adrian, I, I, again, want to thank you for like the 15th time for arranging that interview. <laughs> no worries. My it's, dads were super pumped when yeah. I told them what was going to go down. Yeah, that's amazing. And he's obviously he covers the Timberwolves, but he's one of the best NBA insiders, too. So yeah, dude. it was a pleasure he's to get the chance the to talk work. to him. Yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped to play that conversation for you all. Uh, and it, it's just a full, fully stocked fridge here full of sports and other things. And so let's get uh, right back right into it here and we'll start talking our can opener, my dude. Let's gosh, things are a little rough to start, but that's okay. Cause it's all about the results, right? Dominic, yeah. you were in the rink last night. You're not yeah. at every game, every home game yet. Uh Golden Knights for the first time back in their arena. And what do you know? Good luck charm you are. Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't call myself that because uh Every single game I've been to as media this season, they've managed to lose in some sort of painful fashion. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it was a nice little turn of the tide for me. I got my first win as media, and it was it was really that fun was to watch. That was the first time you've seen them win. Yeah. Wow. Craziness. That is or at craziness. least as media. They, they won when I was as a fan. But sure. Media, they just finally decided to turn around. Well, and uh, Pete DeBoer perfectly encapsulated or previewed the game as, as a David and Goliath type of proposition. And what do you know? He followed the script pretty well. Five to three, your Golden Knights were able to beat the Florida Panthers, the best team in the NHL, uh, by a large margin in a mm-hmm. lot of different ways. But I think when you had the reinfusion of Matthias Janmark, when you had the reinfusion of particularly Mr. Brett Howden yep. back in that lineup, our bottom six looked a lot different, and we didn't have nearly as big of a disparity between people that are more capable than others. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And everybody brought their lunch pail, and most importantly, Logan Thompson had himself a night. Oh, yeah, 100%. Had himself a night and a half. Uh, was unbelievable in some point-blank sl- saves, going cross-crease, back door, rebounds. And we lost our post a couple of times, but mm-hmm. so did Spencer Knight, and so would Sergey Bobrovsky if he would have started, because that seems yeah. to be kind of an... Uh, a trend these days with our net minders. But when it comes to your to your Golden Knights last night, they were able to pretty much keep pace in every statistical category. They were able to get that power play goal. It's always elusive. I mean, the Florida Panthers are usually uh, prolific at that. They went one for one, could not get any better than that. But hits were flying. It was certainly a, a chippy game, uh, one that you could tell that the Golden Knights were going into each and every 50-50 battle with a little bit more snarl. And you get some guys – off the schneid, essentially. Like, especially, like, you know it's a really bad streak, Adrian, because you know this as, as like, a, the foremost hockey expert. <laughs> when we are celebrating an empty net goal as, like, thank God, the relief, you haven't been playing well. To say the least. No, not everybody can be Sarah Geisinger and just go bar down on the back door against Holy Cross. We all can't be that type of all-star. But, damn it, we tried. <laughs> we tried. I, uh... I was really impressed with the effort last night from the Golden Knights, just top to bottom. And you had moments where it, it absolutely could have gone the other way, but it's all about that trust in the process and, and just rolling with the punches, like, honestly. And, and again, I, I think a lot of it has to do with Brett Howden. I, I think a few weeks ago when we started seeing, like, Stoner went down and, and, and a couple of these others' names, 
We always talk about energy. Who has the highest energy in the room? This guy is the textbook energy player. Even when he doesn't even have the puck, he's busting ass back and forth. He's always within striking distance to make a play on the puck carrier should it come that way. And then you can just see him as he goes into the boards, into those battles that he's can be extremely malleable. He doesn't get caught up. He's always ready to go, and he's always kind of the first one on his feet. And that pays, and that generates momentum. It's like a wrecking ball four-checker. Sarah, you're familiar. Remember that? Do you remember when you used to four-check? Yeah, and I only four-check. That- <laughs> <laughs> I only four-check. Hey, not all of us can be goal scorers. She was in the right position, but her and Keegan Colesar kind of have the similar thing where Ooh. we get there, but we just can't seem to get it past the actual goal line. <laughs> That's a badass Instagram bio, by the way, for a hockey player. Hmm. I only forecheck. I only yeah. forecheck. Forecheck and backcheck. They call me the playmaker. <laughs> and that's why you're on this show. <laughs> this all makes sense. Well, that might closer to you. That's some genius stuff She's right made there, for dude. This. She is. I'm telling you. Uh, but I, w- I was just so pumped. And then to see the quote after with uh, Thompson, too. What did he say? Because uh, the goalies have been getting a lot of crap, and you know everybody's been letting in goals. It's a, it has to go through a bunch of other players before it gets to them. But in terms of his response, in terms of the confidence that he infused into the goaltending room, he credited it as a goaltending room win, and saying that they've kind of been a, a little bit of a letdown. I wouldn't necessarily agree with that, but snarly after the fact, and and. That's what we've been looking for, the emotion. That's what the, a lot of the guys have been saying in their post-game comments when they've they've dropped the games that they shouldn't been, is that we there hasn't been that investment. There hasn't been, like, that anger to basically pull yourself out of whatever funk you are in, in-game. Yeah, and it's it's been something that this team has been missing over the last stretch. You know, uh, hit the nail on the head there. Mm-hmm. And to kind of backtrack for a second, that exact quote was um, from Simbin uh, Vegas on Twitter. This is a big win for the goalie department. I know I haven't been great, and every goalie coach in their mom's basement has let me know that. Yeah, I love that. That's that was brilliant. unreal. I love it. But um, this team has been playing really dead, and it's been really. It was like a nice breath of fresh air, you know, coming back home after a rough road trip, and then you're mm. playing one of the best teams in the league. And I called it a character win last night, and especially I think it was a good showing of character from Evgeny Dodonov because he was flying. Well, one would hope, considering night. it's his former team, too. Yeah. Like we were kind of hoping to see something similar out of Laurent Bassois. And sometimes it just doesn't happen. Sometimes it you you the moment gets ahead of you before you can really set yourself mm-hmm. up. But you're absolutely right. He was flying around last night. He obviously had a, had a couple of tallies, and he's been able to kind of build up. But he has been a lightning rod for a lot of criticism too. Yeah. Just considering that they brought him in to be a power play specialist. And it's not his fault that the talent around him has eroded away to the, to the injury report. I mean, we, we saw how many people were up in the press box, Mm -hmm. just watching watching last night's game. Um, but that can't be easy for it to be, be your new team. He's a little bit of an undersized guy. He's a guy that likes to rely on his ability to skate. And so that's why I, I can understand why it's been such a tough sled for this team because you have names and talents that are available that are not built to play a certain type of grimy way, at least not without the other supports. Like, they can't be option A to run this particular play. Like, you got to have Jack Eichel do that. And now we don't know if we're going to have him either. Yeah, because DeBoer has No, what what insight did he give us about the injury? I'm sure he gave us the exact place, the exact time, how long he's going to be out, right? If you consider it, um, it could be a couple days to more than that as the exact time, place, and everything. He took a puck in the hand. He blocked a puck with his hand. He could have a broken finger. He could have a broken hand. He could have a broken wrist. It's his, I believe, his left hand, which would be his top hand on his mm-hmm. stick as a right-handed player. 
that's really important. Yeah. Both hands are really important. But people have played with broken hands, with punctured lungs, with torn ACLs. But we know that this is a guy who just got off a pretty long stint on the IR, and there's a lot of other names on that. And so if he goes down, I mean, it's just you just got to show up the next day and, and keep going. But, man, it would just be – again, I, I'm still ready to chalk this up as a cursed season. That was brought down upon the Knights. Mm-hmm. I said this uh, this week earlier. Uh, I think this is in, in some way hockey karma from the from the hockey gods because there's nobody better – who pays their dues than Marc-Andre Fleury, and we did him the dirty way. Yeah. And so for all of these things to kind of happen, uh, even to the point where we finally get a win last night, but then we lose the superstar player that we've been waiting to kind of take a step, and he had bursts of speed last mm-hmm. night. I'm still – his ability to get going from that high defensive zone through, like, the the center line, his, his legs are so bent. It doesn't look like he's, like, pushing that hard, but he's so effortless, and he skates. He's so powerful, and he was driving that net last night too. And so – it's just that's what happens sometimes. Like that's hockey. It's physicality. Sometimes you 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 get hit and it's a concussion and had absolutely like zero big time impact. And yeah. sometimes you can get absolutely nailed through a wall and you're totally fine. Yeah, I mean you could call it like a deal uh, deal with the devil situation too. You can mm-hmm. harken back to the flurry trade. Everything seemed to have gone downhill after they traded Mark Andre Flurry. I mean they looked okay at the start of the season, then everyone in their mother and sister went down with injuries mm-hmm. um, and it's still happening now and then I think it was Danny Webster who tweeted it during the game last night he said that Vegas got like two really quick goals after they tied the game at the expense of Jack Eichel and mm-hmm. then he returned for a little bit because he like he yeah bumped he got, into he somebody got, he got banged up last yeah, night he, he took one off the someone. noggin yeah yep. and he um went to the bench was a little uncomfortable came back and then took that shot off the hand wrist whatever you're, you want to say it is mm-hmm. so it's really been like like you said a really cursed season and mm-hmm. it's definitely kind of Vegas I believe paying their debts to the hockey gods because they had so much success in year 1 a uh, little bit of success in year 2 and they were pretty good in year 3 and then last season they were really good but I mean you look at the teams that are playing they're playing Arizona 8 times a year and whatnot yeah and now this is a season where they're finally coming back down to earth they're really experiencing the low points that NHL franchises experience. And yep. I think it's a good thing for fans too. Exactly. You have to take your punches. You have to, you have to roll with them because ultimately like last week, Derek Pouliot was sitting on his ass on the, on the couch mm-hmm. and hadn't been playing in the NHL all this year. Gets a one year deal done with the, with Vegas scores last night. Yep. It sometimes that's the way it is. You have to, you have to trust in that and hopefully it falls your way. But sometimes there's just too many things working against you in addition to yourselves and to just kind of use that as a transition um yesterday it broke that assemble the nhl has asked the pwhpa and the phf to discuss the future of women's hockey now we must start the discussion adrian dominic and sarah right because the nhl needs to get involved in this whole thing i'm why like oh we want you guys to meet, but we don't want to be involved because uh, we need to have Gary sign off on this. First of all, know who I want involved with anything with the leagues? Not Gary Bettman, since we've been handling so things so well mm-hmm. with the NHL. I, I, I'm enthused that there's a meeting happening. Why we can't have this meeting without this particular party involved, I do not know. But apparently we're supposed to be happy about this happening. Any thoughts? I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's good on paper that the NHL is meeting with mm-hmm. the women's league, but mm-hmm. I mean, like you, you've been hitting the nail on the head all show so far. Thank you. Like, 
Try and butter yeah, me Gary, up before the Pokemon battle. I can maybe. see right through you. Um, Gary Bettman has been questionable, to put it nicely, over his tenure as a commissioner. And I don't know. It's just not really the best move for me. I mean, they've been handling well, like you said. They've been doing well. And I don't even I think that they handle it. their business the right way. Even if even if it's like, oh, we're going to put our the personal stuff to the side. We're going to put like all of their shortcomings, like I don't know, like the Chicago Blackhawks situation, yeah. to the side. And because you're so good at running the business, mm-hmm. I disagree. <laughs> I, I really, I honestly disagree. I think the NHL leaves a lot on the table, but because they are the only quote unquote ticket in town in terms of being the top level of this sport, they're automatically decided. Well, you guys are the gatekeepers, so we need you to usher this in. Uh, the PHF got their own multi-million dollar investment all on their own. I know the PWHPA is trying to get their whole thing figured out. I'm not really sure why, because we need to merge between the two. It, at least for me, as someone who's played on the on the Whitecaps, that has people on both sides, mostly the national teams on the on that Dream Gap tour and stuff, and everybody's trying to get to that like equal wages, trying to get to a point where it feels like they're being fairly compensated. It might not be this generation. Mm-mm. But here's the thing. We talked about the WNBA and their involvement just a couple of weeks ago when we had the charter flight New York Liberty situation, right? Why were people so pissed? Because there was ownership involved early on in the NBA that decided to also be involved with the WNBA, and they don't want to grow it that fast. They don't want to grow it at all. Because if anything, it's a dumping ground or just like, well, we're investing in women. Not if you're building a ceiling for them yourselves. And so that's why I'm like, I want no involvement because all they know are the rooms that they've built for themselves. We don't belong in their room. They, they, they've made that perfectly clear. Otherwise, they would, have st- they would have been on this from the initial get-go. So I just say we could probably figure this out on our own. I think problem solving is usually a, a strong suit for a lot of us ladies and otherwise. Sarah? And yeah, you're supposed to extend the hand. Mm-hmm. When they need it and not when momentum's built. And, you know, yeah. they're already on their way. The momentum of the Olympics that just happened. Yeah. Like, they're in a good position and things are looking up. Obviously, with the investments that you mentioned. So, it doesn't, it, it kind of looks like a half-assed attempt, to be honest. It's very PR stunty. Yeah. That's, that's what the NHL is. They, they do things for the gram, but aren't willing to actually put anything behind the substance of it. Because even if they are involved going forward, I'm going to guess that they're not all in. And their definition of all-in is definitely not the same definition as, as, as what my definition is or anybody in that room. And there's also a little bit of um, vulnerability in a sense because the PHF doesn't have a commissioner right now either. Can uh, I ask, out of complete ignorance, yeah. um, is there beef uh, between the two women's leagues, the yes. PWH, can you kind of give me a quick so, synopsis? Yeah, so the NWHL, which is now the PHF, there used to be two leagues. It used to be like the Canadian Women's Hockey League, and then there's the NWHL. Canadian Women's Hockey League folds like three, four years ago. They have nowhere to play. Some of them hump on, or hop on NWHL rosters, and some have no place to play. And so they start this Dream Gap Tour, which is basically like we go from city to city, different weekends, we'll play a couple games, like a showcase thing, like a talent showcase. And... Once the last Olympic cycle, so when they went to Pyeongchang, came around, there was a lot of national team members that were on different NWHL rosters, a lot on the Whitecaps. Once that line was drawn, that if you're on the national team that we're doing the Dream Gap Tour, like everybody left the then NWHL to take that side. 
Now, you win the gold medal. Huge. We're not able to capitalize it because we're a fractured population. We're a fractured base. And we have that push with the intentionality. I'm like, well, we'll merge on the other side of this Olympiad after Beijing. Now we don't have as much momentum, do we? Because silver doesn't taste as good as gold. Still doesn't make it make them any less worthy or any less uh, honorable. But now there's really no reason why we, we can't merge together. We have investment that we haven't seen, at least in one side with the PHF. And that's why I'm kind of like, well, the, the Dream Gap Tour, the, the other side, well, they think they're, they're going to have a better model and that they're going to have this. I'm like, that's fine. You guys work on that. But there's one that's here now. So let's just, can we, can we get on the same side? Can we get on the same side and just be with the people that have been in this conversation the entire time? We don't need to add parties. And we certainly don't need to add Gary Bettman. We no, really 100%. don't. They don't need the NHL. They do not need it. The NHL should be stepping up to do it, but they shouldn't be doing it to the point where, well, we're going to put ourselves in the middle. We, 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 we want to be involved, even though we've said this entire time in the last couple of years. We don't want to get in the middle. We don't want to be involved. Well, why now? Well, now there's dollars involved, isn't it? They didn't need them to secure those dollars. But now that it's a profitable model, well, it's something we want to be interested in. Of course. Of course. I just I think it's more important for these two leagues to kind of get on the same page. Right. And is and there even a chance the PR, for them to consolidate The PR thing one? makes sense. That's, that's why the NHL is attempting to do that, to, to be kind of a common ground. The Hockey's for Everyone campaign. Yeah. I feel like it's definitely The superhero uh, moderators mm-hmm. trying to bring everything right. together. Good intentions. But we all know that. Road to Hell is paved with those two. Uh, we have to move on. We have to move on to the real juicy topic of today. Sean Watson's been traded to the Cleveland Browns. And they not only traded for him, they extended him. Fully guaranteed contract before the other extension even kicks in. What this means, my feelings, Adrian's feelings, Sarah's feelings, because she's from Cleveland too, Dominic, we are going to serve him up. On the other side of the break, love for the bet. Adrian sending out the vibes to his homie, Baker Mayfield. Tough day for you both, man. <laughs> Tough day. He's trying to go for Sarah and you, but it's okay. That's all right. Sarah and I are going to be vibing in just a couple of hours. Like, I like to keep it separate, at least, at least in days like today, because... <laughs> Days like today are where I literally question why I do what I do. Seriously. I can't blame you. Because when you see the story that is Deshaun Watson right now and the trade that has transpired. We couldn't even enjoy the 12 hours of Devontae Adams being traded. No, legitimately. And we got it like as the show was closing down yesterday, literally. And we hear about Deshaun Watson getting traded for an unbelievable amount of capital. Three first-round picks, a third-rounder, and a swap of a fourth and fifth-round pick. And, oh, yeah, those 22 civil lawsuits from different women accusing him of, you know, the misconduct, those haven't gone away. And this is where we get caught between the court of public opinion and the court of law and just doing what is morally Right. I, Adrian, I, I, and Sarah, I don't envy you today as people from Cleveland. 
as Browns fans. I know, Sarah, you've kind of defected to the Patriots, but, you know. I I cannot find a reason other than winning matters more that this goes down. Because it's not just that they go and trade for him. It's the fact that they extend him on top of the extension that hasn't even been kicked in yet from the last contract, which is worth an obscene amount of money. And guess what else they're doing? Fully guaranteed contract. Kirk Cousins walked so Deshaun Watson could swim. $230 million guaranteed. A new record, the highest guarantee ever given in NFL history. And so this is why I'm like, Linz, they don't want you here. They don't want women. They don't want people that, that look different, that act different, that, that see different. And we're even seeing the pundits on the, on the, on the talking heads and the national programs kiss an ass. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that Schefter is the one that broke it, right? It's all the same crew. It's all the same stuff. And it's always the same song and dance. We're so offended. We care. We care about women. We care about social justice. Nobody does performative quite like the NFL. Honestly, and just sports in general. But here's the thing. The the NFL is the biggest kid at the table. And everybody takes their P's and Q's from the first person in the alphabet, right? Because what they can get away with, what they can still sustain their product on, well, I can just take their notes and figure out how to contort it for my product, for my league. Nobody's safe in this. NHL, dumpster fire. NBA, probably the healthiest one, still has dumpster fire moments. The fact that we're fining like Kevin Durant twenty five grand for yelling at a fan, come on. Not equating him and Deshaun Watson, but everybody can get better. But some of us have a lot more ground to make up than others. And the NFL doesn't care. It just keeps bringing out shovels and digging and digging and digging and digging. They, it seems like they do the best job of reminding us that they are in the business of winning games and that they are not about communities or being examples or being pillars. Um, and it's an extremely just disgusting. Like I, I've, Since the news broke right before the show, I felt a need to take a shower. Uh, 22 accusations. $230 million guaranteed. So you're telling me this guy got around $10 million per accuser? And, it's disgusting. And yesterday we had it where, before we knew he was signing there, caused a ton of drama with Cleveland. Then we hear that the Atlanta thing's going Like that Kyle Pitts deleted tweet yesterday? Like, now we got everybody hopping on the social media saying, oh, if I'm Matt Ryan, I want to get out of there too. That's It's, we move heaven and earth for the people that don't give an S about the beings that also inhibit said earth. Now, Deshaun Watson isn't an all-evil human being, whether he did it or not. Clearly, we don't care either way. And so, that's it's just... How, how do you how do you keep going back to the going back to the to the the pew here? How do you how do you continue to invest emotionally in this product because we know that the dollars aren't going anywhere, the eyeballs aren't going anywhere, but people's fandoms will, and people's love it will erode away. It's a slower death, but it's a death, and I get worried that you're gonna. First of all, cut it off at the bottom in terms of, well, I'm not going to bring my kids around this. Like, I'm not going to exemplify like this. If I, Like, I'm supposed to buy a Deshaun Watson jersey for correct. my son now to replace the Baker Correct. One? 
That's what I'm supposed to do. Right. That's what I'm supposed to support. Or just like if I have young kids, I'm like, do I want do I want to be like, you know what we're doing on Sundays? Watching football. This is what we're prioritizing in our family. This is what we need to watch. This is what we drop everything for to do. And because that's what all media products are asking you to do. And for Browns fans, it's we've literally spent 15 years clowning and always bringing up Ben Roethlisberger, the Steelers fans. We've spent 20 I years. I become a Steelers fan because at least that uh, that. Cl- He's done. Clowning and bringing up what Ray Lewis did to Ravens fans, what he was accused of or involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now we, we have to we have to deal with this. And, and you're going to have I, – I've my phone's been blowing up. I had to put it on silent. I, I've had people text me and be like, hey, man, I'm out. Uh, I, the Chargers are looking mighty good. I might have to root for them because I can't do this. Other people are like, what are you talking about? This is the greatest quarterback we've ever had in my lifetime. And it, it's just – this is going to be a situation over the past couple of weeks where people are going to diminish and try to talk over mm-hmm. people that have experienced these things. And it's it's disgusting. It Right. I've had it, people in my life that have had to go through that. To be honest, everyone has, whether you know it or not. And this just got... This just got rewarded. It doesn't matter because what matters is winning. And Your experience doesn't matter because... It matters more that he can throw a football, and we're going to pay him more money to do it. And on top of that, we talked about this last week. Look at the 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 moves that the Browns made where they got rid of Jarvis Landry, and what did we talk about? This dude is a culture man. This exactly. dude is a leader. Cultural erosion. This dude is a good person. We let go of J.C. Treader, who's head of the Players' Union. So, like, to make these moves, I, it, it heartbreaks me because I'm like, they get it. We need a better quarterback. But I'd rather get a decent one or be crappy than have to deal with this guy. And then on the flip side, and we talked about this before the show a couple days ago, I watched the last Steelers games versus the Browns on Monday Night Football. I watched ESPN play three different montages about Ben Roethlisberger's career Mm -hmm. and not mention a single time the things that happened to him off the field. So Because legacy matters more than lives. So in my head, it's like, this this moral problem that I have in my heart and this feeling that I have a feeling disgusting, does it even matter when you know ESPN and all these media properties mm-hmm. because this is so valuable to them and it's the biggest freaking deal that they're not even going to mention it? And this whole offseason and this whole next year is going to talk about him rebuilding himself and he was already a person mm-hmm. that this was so surprising. He's a changed man, Adrian. He's yeah. had a lot of time to reflect on his mistakes, you know? The, at, at I went the to very, therapy. Mm-hmm. At the very minimum. I hope when he talks to the media that the media is allowed and that the media does ask the questions that need to be asked. Do I have faith in that? No. I don't. Um, I have faith in so little in this world at this point now. Yeah, man. And, this it, is... it, and, it, and it shouldn't be this, like, flogging where every time something like this happens in sports and it, and it just brings it down. But, like, we're looking for an example of – stand-upness we're looking for an example of, of rising above what everybody else is doing because Deshaun Watson's not the only quarterback option out there you could if it wasn't Baker go trade for someone else but nope this is our guy this is who we want to hitch our wagon to whether it's this year he's available next year he's available if he's suspended doesn't matter because it'll barely hit his paycheck and it's okay because Tom Brady did the same thing with his contract and that's how we do this we equate deflate gate to Sexual abuse. We equate. We don't equate. We prioritize winning legacy over 
pain, suffering, and things that we can control. And that's something we're okay with. That's the way that we go from conversation to conversation, from, from topic point to topic point. All of that matters. And so... And it's funny that you say we weigh things. It's just, I wish it felt that it was 70-30. Yeah. Not 97 to 3%. Unless a story breaks. And Mm -hmm. for a week, we'll make it 50% and we'll paint something on the sidelines and in the end zone. Mm -hmm. And And then we won't talk about it. And racism. We won't talk about it Racism's been beaten. Don't you think so? That hockey is for everyone. Don't you feel extra welcome, Dominic? Oh, yeah. 100%. I feel extra welcome. Stephanie Haney uh, put a tweet that kind of summed it up perfectly. $230 million is a big number, but so is 22. Mm-hmm. And that hits the nail on the head. And now, on on a lesser note, we got buffoons like Antonio Brown tweeting, I want to go play for the Browns. Mm-hmm. So this is what I this is this is what happened to me, lifelong Browns fan, Lindsay. This is what Careful what you wish for. <laughs> this is the circus that's come to town. Would you rather have Baker? I, to, to us go four and twelve and not have to deal with this crap, maybe. Well, I'm glad that you're changing your answer on that one. I'm glad that there's change that is possible. Because somebody has to make some different choices around here. If we if we have a minute before we go to break, uh, I do want to play this audio clip I have of Ken Carmen, who is a morning show host at one of our sister stations in Cleveland, uh, 92.3 The Fan over there. Yeah. He kind of summed up this whole situation. This was earlier in the week before the trade. Uh, he, I think he put my feelings perfectly. So let's play this clip. I am uncomfortable today. I'd love to stand here and make some grand statement putting down Deshaun Watson. But I know that pro sports is a fantasy, and for the vast majority of people watching the games and myself right now, the disgusting allegations against him are nothing more than another storyline. But there's a whole lot of women who might not even watch football, and to them, abuse has been a very real part of their lives. It's not just a storyline. I can't hide behind a grand jury not indicting Watson either because I do have some modicum of common sense. All 22 women making allegations against Watson might not be telling the truth, but there's no way all 22 are lying. And sexual abuse is a subject where one is far too many. If the Browns land him, and I still don't think they will, then the Browns should weather that storm from fans. And they will, and they'll be all right with doing it, because whenever he does play, Watson will probably play well. And because this is all about a fantasy, this will probably fade from the public interest. But personally... I hope he doesn't come here, because while I don't have daughters, I am trying to raise young men not to be pigs, and even though I know the business of football, that's much easier for me to do when the loudish behavior is that of the enemy, not the one we're supposed to root for. That was Ken Carmen, 92 through the fan, Fox 8, Cleveland, uh, puts it it just in, in, in... In a great perspective mm-hmm. of what's going on. Yep, because remember, Cleveland Browns just a couple yesterday. They wanted an adult in their quarterback position. And by their definition, adult is Deshaun Watson. Well, he would have been uh, tried in a court of law. He would have been tried as an adult as well. So that's I tough. guess that is absolutely the definition that fits. Uh, let's move on to what? I'm not really sure. Hopefully something positive. Love for the bet. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah, birthday. It's your birthday. me Louis they ask me what I do and who I do it for yeah. And how I come up with this shit up in the studio All I want for my birthday is a big booty All I want for my birthday is a big booty When I die Happy birthday, Lindsay! You know me, that big booty hoe that I am. <laughs> I mean, it was either this or birthday sex, and I made a I producer... I love Jeremiah! So instead you wanted to objectify me instead of, you know, giving the power well, back. Well, no, I, I thought we were to... moving on from the Watson thing. I wanted to objectify with you at Fair the club. Enough. Fair enough. You and uh, Lil Nas X, he, was saying, he tweeted out earlier to say, uh, stop telling people to not fetishize me. I want to be fetishized. <laughs> That is spot on. That's a hell of a on brand. Your mic's not on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there we go. Are we good to go? We got to raise mics on? Are we uh, good? I think we are. Okay, good. What were you going to say, Dominic? Um, I was just kind of saying, like, that's he's owning it. That's a good thing. You the know? the big booty? Yeah. Okay, right on. You got to own it. If, if you got the donk, you got to own no, it. No, that's a song. <laughs> you got to dunk. You got to dunk. You got to dunk. It's oh. crazy. It's crazy that you bring up You're songs. I was in a bubble butt earlier today, too. Nice. Oh, what a banger. It's crazy that you bring up songs and butts. That's your thing. And all the, yeah, <laughs> honestly, it is. And, and music's your thing. And it's funny because this week is, and today is the culmination of, of our music week. Yeah. Because the premiere of the Hip Hop Underground, my curated playlist, is now available across the world. Do you call it the Underground because you're such a big fan of butts? Oh, wow. No, I just, in college, I couldn't I come up with creative names. So I went with a very super generic hip-hop name for a playlist. Underground instead of undercarriage. You just took a step 
sideways. I get Fantastic. you. Fantastic. I got you. I'm not the only one with the playlist here in this studio. No, uh, you're right. You do too as well, correct? Oh, I'm here to bring the energy, and that's what my playlist is meant to instill. It's called Hype Master Locker Mix. If you're trying to pregame for an actual game for uh, a night out like Sarah and I are about to partake in uh, later on this evening, this is the playlist for you. It will make you run through a wall. Not only that, you can discover hundreds of exclusive music stations for music fans Built by music fans only on that Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download that for absolutely free uh, and get the good vibes starting at 501 because we are still doing a show. Well, I mean, the good vibes should probably start before 501 because if we have zero positive vibes for the rest of the show, we have probably failed. No, no, no. We, we're bringing up the good vibes. Uh, sorry to the NCAA tournament uh, that's actually going on that we haven't said. Oh, that's happening? Damn thing? Yeah. The luck of the Irish. I think we've only had one upset. Oh, Notre Dame. It. I hate when Notre Dame wins at things. Well, they, were in the, they were in the first four. They won that. They got into the actual tournament joker seems like a better usage of our time it, it is it is crazy i'm so happy for true tv these next two weeks yeah finally it, and it's a big you're season paying it for some people's salaries you're feeding their families no 100 percent. and impractical jokers that one dude left right yeah that one dude yeah what that one dude I've heard. You Joe, can talk into that mic that is an option joe gatto yeah, you are a huge fan of impractical jokers fan why what draws you into it? Don't attack her. I'm not attacking her mask. I mean, I'm inquiring. There are specific episodes that I cannot watch because they make me extremely uncomfortable. Yep. Because I could never put myself in that situation. Right. Publicly. Whenever they ever. do like the the thing through the ear and then they have to just say whatever the buddies are saying at the <laughs> other end, I'm like, that is a true trust fall. Mm. I that like the challenges. You like the challenges? I like the challenges. Um, but I personally love Sal Volcano, so that is why I watch the Sal. show. I know He's that guy. Gem. He is a gem. You always got to have a Sal in Anybody that's named Sal, you know they're good stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's I like th- literally illegal to be named Sal and be an a-hole. No, 100%. And I think that this season they're bringing on celebrities and stuff. So, Oh, listen, can- no. What if they're going to ruin it? Well, I hate it when the big on. people start big-timing. Like, it just let the art be what it is. The show can't die because then that means true TV dies. Or, or start it from the initial the initial jump ball like Billy Eichner did. But don't you kind of want to see famous individuals being thrown in those uncomfortable scenarios? I was pumped. Then they then they took away Ashton Kutcher's money. What, yeah, well, how is he it, supposed to feed his family? But instead of a, I, married Mila, that's what he did. What's Smart the guy. dude? Uh, they uh, hopefully it comes out great. Are we gonna it's watch? Gonna Probably not. Will Sarah? Yes. Will she tell us? Please. Can we do a weekly Impractical Jokers season update? We'll do this post production. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> we should probably get that sponsored though. We should definitely discuss that. We'll she's, talk about it offline. Yeah, she's yeah. Uh, she's like kind of my de facto manager. At least eventually I'll become a big enough deal where I convince her to become my manager. Maybe you will this is become, maybe maybe this is the first step. Of honestly, that mile. and you will become a, a big thing, a bigger thing than you are well, right especially now. Especially when you have like 30s. interviews with John Krasinski and stuff like Coming that. Up, like that's it, big timing. And and the big timing continues. The production values of the show continues. Mm-hmm. Dominic, mm. we have a couch in that studio. I'm going to need you to get in it. Hold on, one. Well, do you consent second. to going on the casting couch? I- <laughs> I do, yeah. Okay, good. Thank we like for- to extend people the, the option for consent. Uh, 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 unlike the rest of the world of sports, we care. Lindsay, thank you for being my lawyer. Yes. <laughs> now you're mashing up all of these songs. There's leave honestly... It. Just leave it. There's honestly too much music. Just leave it. It's got a lot more intense. <laughs> Dominic, how are you? I'm doing great. How about you? Fantastic. Love are you ready? Look at him. You ready to answer some questions? <laughs> yeah, don't look at me. Please don't. Dominic? Do you even know what a zoon is? A what? A zoon. 
Z-U-N-E. Are you familiar with... No. No? Are you familiar with the iPod? I've heard of it. You've heard of it? I actually okay. had an iPod Touch. What was your... F- you had an iPod Touch. What yes. year was this? I think it was like 2009, 2010. What year were you born? 2002. Thank you. <laughs> what is your streaming He's a music mm-hmm. platform of choice? Huge Apple Music guy. Whoa. Tim Apple, huge fan apparently. Good for Squad. you. Let's end the questioning AirPods. here. Huh? Let's end the questioning here. What do you mean? Apple Music. You were Jeez. on Apple, Apple Music, music for forever. You were on your dad's plan. <laughs> okay. It's called iTunes Gerald's back then. iPhone has iTunes. been found. Wow. iTunes. Okay. Well, they they closed that down. They got Dolby Atmos Audio. It's that futuristic. That sucks. Hey, I'll be listen, honest. bro. What? Adobe what? Dolby Atmos and Spatial Audio. What is that? Elon Musk's new venture? Kind of, but like when flashing lights happen, da, da, flashing da, 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 it goes light, like all throughout light, the car light. and my son gets excited. Yeah. Uh, we move on. Dominic? It's not about me. Yes. What was your first slow song dance? I've actually never had a slow song dance. I don't dance. Not with that attitude. Yeah, I've, I've never been <laughs> I'm not going to ask you now. I was going to uh, ask you if you wanted to slow dance later on, but I'll now I'm not going to teach you. I've never been to a school dance or anything like that. Really? My senior year homecoming, I, I, I just went nothing. to watch Joker, and then I was going to go to prom, and then COVID happened. What about so. those awkward sixth grade dances, though? Mm, never. Room for Jesus. The $5 Definitely. dances at the rec center? School. That was, like, actually never, important. Ever. I'm sorry, hold on. Oh. Did you say you missed your senior homecoming? You went to go see the Joker movie? Well, that's what we did for a homecoming. People who don't go to their senior homecomings like that to see movies like that he, end up like the Joker. They said it was during COVID. <laughs> they said it was during the pandemic. That's a different thing. It's fair a different enough, thing. Like I didn't enough. go to I didn't go to like any of my dances, including both my proms, because I wanted to go hang out with my hockey team. Did you guys have winter formals? Oh yeah. Nope. Did I go? No. All right, all right. Dominic. Have you ever seen a cassette before? Um, does a cassette through the original Transformers count? Like My the 1980s God, the classic film Transformers, the throwback, those white jeans. Like I've seen, I, because Soundwave transformed into uh, Boombox, and his minions were cassette tapes. Uh-huh. And I've also seen them laying around my house. So does that count? <laughs> you got cassettes around your house? Yeah, because my family, they were born in the 70s. So. Hey, my dude, do me a favor. You need to save those eBay. <laughs> Check eBay oh, in about 10 years, man. bro. After vinyls, cassettes are going to come back. Uh, speaking of, of audio formats, have you ever used a CD before? Um, I have in my uncle's Walkman. <laughs> what? I have. <laughs> the I- way... The way he there, describes these things. What song did you listen to on that Walkman that you know for sure? Oh, this is when I was like six. Yep. Do you know? You have a song. If you have a memory with a Walkman, you probably have a song that you listen on that Walkman that you know that you listen on that Walkman. That is what I'm asking. I think about. it was um, something by Bon Jovi. Because that's all Sounds about right. Something Dominic, by Bon Jovi. Dominic, last question. Yeah. When's the last song that made you emotional? Last song that made me emotional? Um. I would probably say I'm Alive by Celine Dion. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't expecting that at the end, but like, <laughs> my heart will go on. We all will go on. We got to move on. We got to move on with our second hour. Dominic, you're a treasure. I'm so Thank glad you. you're sticking around. Same with Sarah, same with Adrian, and same with myself. One hour left of my youth. Stick around. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.